Good morning, Maranatha. This is Pastor Evangelist Robert Venable, and it is time for Sunday Morning Alive right here on our website. Thank you for coming today. I pray that that right in the midst of all the mess that the whole world is in, we're not just talking about our personal circumstances and challenges. We're talking about something that is not just affecting America, where this broadcast originates, but is affecting every single nation all around the world. World. And it's not just what is effectiveness, but the after effects of this. Things are not going to be the change. The whole world is going to live in a new normal from here on out. And we're going to be aware of how fragile everything is that we put so much confidence in. There's nothing that cannot be shaken And the things that can be shaken are going to be shaken. But there's a divine purpose in it all so that that which cannot be shaken might remain. And the Bible speaks of God's kingdom, amen, as a kingdom which cannot be shaken. Therefore, receiving a kingdom which cannot be moved or shaken Hallelujah. That's the kingdom of God. Amen. The kingdom of man and the kingdoms of, of, of the, the, the hierarchy of demon and devil powers. All of that can and will and are being shaken so that that which cannot be shaken might remain. And that is the kingdom of our God. The kingdom, uh, that we are a part of today as the children of the Most High God. Amen. We're going to talk about winning battles today. We're going to talk about victory today. Amen. We're going to talk, in fact, in specific, about breakthrough praise. Say that with me in this audience today. Breakthrough praise. How many need a breakthrough today? I'm going to be the first to raise my hand and say there are circumstances in my life. There are things that God must address supernaturally in order for there to be any semblance or significant victory. We can't go on depending on things that can be shaken to change things. Amen. We've got to see a breakthrough today. And I believe that prayer is the primary thing. But secondarily to prayer is breakthrough praise. Amen. Listen, this is the kind of praise that brings down walls of opposition. The kind of praise that mixed with faith becomes a spiritual weapon to cast down strongholds of the enemy. And it's not the norm in the average Sunday morning song service. And I'm just talking, not just talking about, you know, that droning on with no, no volume. I'm not talking about emotionalism. Don't get me wrong here. But I'm going to tell you something. If you can, if you think you can praise God without emotion being involved, it is not breakthrough praise. And we're going to see that in the Word of God in just a minute. I'm not talking about a Pentecostal bias because I'm a spirit filled. <laughs> Amen. Christian. Amen. In fact, I'm a hallelujah from head to foot. 
we have a, a, a young lady in our church that when she was a child, she didn't even know my name as her parents brought her to church. Uh, and But they had a video of one of our services, and she pointed at the television screen as a child, and she said, there's hallelujah, amen, because I used that term in praise and worship so many times, amen. This is the kind of praise that brings spiritual breakthroughs. See, prayer is petition and supplication, but praise is proclamation. Amen. And all prayer should be followed up with praise for the answer. If it's prayed in the will of God, amen, we should seal our prayer with the shout of praise and the shout of victory. You see, faith doesn't wait to see the answer to praise God for the answer. The scripture said, and this is the confidence we have in him. If we ask anything according to his will, we know that we have the petition. Hallelujah. We we know that he hears us and we know that we have the petition we've desired of him. Praise God. Well, what, how should how should we react to that kind of knowledge of God's faithfulness and power and to achieve his purpose in answering that prayer according to his will? We should seal it with praise. That's why break through praise is so vitally important and that's why we need to break out of our our well-timed uh, uh, Sunday morning service where we just go through the motions and and I, there are enthusiastic energetic praise teams that are cranking up the volume but if the people in the audience are sitting there listening, maybe tapping their foot to the tune, then we'll never see a breakthrough until the body of Christ begins to learn how to mix faith with our prayers and mix faith in God with our worship and begin to see breakthroughs as we praise Him for the answer. Amen. Psalm 106.47 says it very succinctly and simply. Save us, O Lord our God, and gather us from among the heathen. Get us together on this to give thanks unto thy holy name and to triumph in thy praise. Hallelujah. This, this word triumph is the word ruah in the Hebrew. And it, the root is to mar by breaking. See, break through praise. <laughs> Figuratively, it means to split the ear with sound. So there is volume involved in this. This is not a whispered praise. This is a shout of praise. <laughs> and literally, it's to shout for joy. And therefore, to triumph. Ruah. I conducted a funeral uh, not too long ago for someone who was in the military he and had he was in the marine corps and the, and there were people from the the marines that were there to have this military funeral to honor him i understand there is a shout of victory uh, among the army that says hoorah and there's a shout among the marine corps that says hoorah 
Well, there should be a shout among the Christian community of Ruah. (laughs) Shout unto God with the voice of triumph. We used to sing it, didn't we? Amen. In our song service, clap your hands, O ye people, and shout unto God with the voice of triumph. Hallelujah. You see, praise, uh, praise is a mighty spiritual weapon that lies by and large unutilized against the enemy because most of the time we pray and wait to see if God is going to address the situation. We do not pray in faith and therefore we haven't yet believed enough to thank him for it and see a breakthrough. Amen. Listen, when Paul and Silas were thrown in jail, I'm going to read that. I'm going to read that from the book of Acts today. Amen. (laughs) We used to sing that song when Paul and Silas were thrown in jail. They didn't worry who would go their bail, but on the prayer bells they began to ring. Off fell the stocks and they began to sing. Prayer bells from heaven. Oh, how sweetly they ring. Well, there was more than prayer. There was more than petition. Let's read it together. Acts chapter 16, verse 22, beginning. It said, And the multitude rose up together against them, and the magistrates rent off their clothes and commanded to beat them. And when they had laid many stripes, literally blows upon them, they cast them into prison, charging the jailer to keep them safely who, having received such charge, thrust them into the inner prison. This is the the safest part of the prison, and made their feet fast in the stocks. And at midnight, Paul and Silas prayed. Is that it? You just pray and you hope for the best. You pray and wait and see if God is going to move. Listen, they prayed and listen how they sealed their prayer of faith. At midnight, Paul and Silas prayed and sang praises unto God. And the prisoners heard them. They were in the inner prison, but in the whole prison, they sang so loud. Say it with me, Ruah. Hallelujah. Amen. Ruah. That's what was happening here. Amen. They have been beat up, cast into the innermost part of the prison with an uncertain what was going to happen in the next few hours. But they knew when they prayed that God was on the situation and God was in control and God hears an answered prayer. And when they prayed, they praised God. God with breakthrough praise. Listen to it. (laughs) And all the prisoners heard them. And suddenly there was a great earthquake so that the foundations of, uh, is this a breakthrough? Am I reading a breakthrough here? And suddenly there was a great earthquake so that the foundations of the prison were shaken and immediately all the doors sprang open and everyone's bands were loose. The doors came open. I understand an earthquake opening the doors because they were sprung and, 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 and everything moved. But the stocks that they were in, amen, the bands were loosened. 
This is God supernaturally moving to set not just them free, but everybody in the prison. And the keeper of the prison awakening out of his sleep and seeing the prison doors open, he drew out his sword and would have killed himself because he was charged to watch them. Don't let them escape. And supposing that not just them, but that all the prisoners had fled. But Paul cried with a loud voice saying, Do thyself no harm, for we are all here. I'm going to tell you something about a breakthrough. Now all these prisoners that, that, that weren't part of, of, of the, 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 the covenant children of God, these malefactors, these people that have done wrong, they were not in prison for doing right. They were in prison for doing wrong. But they didn't run. They didn't, they didn't run. Something supernatural had occurred. When they saw Paul and Silas set free supernaturally, they just waited because they knew God is here and God has done something supernatural. I'm going to tell you, breakthroughs will get the attention of the world. Amen. Real breakthroughs, testimonies in our life. Amen. When the church quits whining and complaining and speaking doubt and fear, when we come out of our oppression and get rid of depression and we start beginning to praise God with ruah, with the voice of triumph, <laughs> hallelujah, people will, will have to sit up and take notice that our God is the true and the living God. Amen. <laughs> Hallelujah. Listen to how it affected the jailer. Then he called for a light and sprang in and came trembling and fell down before Paul and Silas and brought them out and said, Sirs, what must I do to be saved? Hallelujah. And and they said, Believe on the Lord Jesus Christ and thou shalt be saved in thy house. And spake unto him the word of the Lord and all that were in the house. And he took them the same hour of the night and washed their stripes and was baptized he and all his straight away. And when he had brought them into his house, he set food or meat before them and rejoiced, believing in God with all of his house. That is certainly breakthrough praise. <laughs> Hallelujah. If you're in the army, Hoorah! If you're in the Marine Corps, hoorah! If you're a Christian and a warrior of God spiritually, ruah! Hallelujah! Praise God! Look at Joshua 6 and verse 16 through 20 and verse 20. It came to pass the seventh time when they marching around Jericho here, when the priests blew the trumpets, Joshua said unto the people, Shout! This is, this is what we're talking about. For the Lord hath given you the city. Listen, when he told them to give this praise unto God, this was before the fact of the walls coming down. But they were praising God because of the promise that God was going to give them the city. Hallelujah. And this was a shout of pure faith because there was no crack 
no crumble, nothing to indicate a change had come after they had obeyed God by taking the ark before them and marching round and round and round and round and round with no change at all. But after the seventh time, after acting on the word of God by faith, Joshua said unto the people, Shout! For the Lord will give you the city. No, shout, dear friend. For the Lord has given you the city. And so verse 20 says, So the people shouted when the priest blew with the trumpets. And it came to pass when the people heard the sound of the trumpet. And the people shouted with a great ruah. Come on, this is the voice of triumph right here. Amen. This is not a wait to see praise. This is a pray in order to, this is a praise in order to see victory. Hallelujah. The people shouted with a great shout and the wall fell down flat so that the people went up into the city, every man straight before him and they took the city. This, dear friend, is the application of Ruah in battle. It is the triumphant cry of faith that both praises God and breaks the resistance of the enemy. It incorporates worship and faith, allowing God, therefore, to demonstrate His power and bring glory to His name. Glory be to God. Listen to Psalm 149. It says, Praise ye the Lord. Sing unto the Lord a new song, and His praise in the congregation of saints. Let Israel rejoice in Him that made Him. Let the children of Zion be joyful in their King. Let them praise His name in the dance. Let them sing praises unto Him with the timbrel and harp. For the Lord taketh pleasure in his people. He will beautify the meek with salvation. Let the saints be joyful in glory. Let them sing aloud upon their beds. Let the high praises of God be in their mouth and a two-edged sword in their hand. Glory be to God. The high praises of God in their mouth and a two-edged sword in their hand to execute vengeance upon the heathen and punishments upon the people, to bind their kings with chains and their nobles with fetters of iron, to execute upon them the judgment written, This honor have all his saints. Praise ye the Lord. Amen. I'm going to look at verse 6 and 8 again. Let the high praises of God be in their mouth and a two-edged sword in their hand to bind kings with chains and their nobles with fetters of iron. One scholar of Scripture writes of this verse, this verse addresses the activity of the righteous in two areas, worship and spiritual warfare. Our desire to praise God must be accompanied by the desire to aggressively oppose Satan's kingdom and all evil. The spirit of darkness and the spirits of darkness 
are not concerned about the best efforts of Christians to resist and oppose them until the weapons of our warfare are no longer carnal, but mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds. Then, and only then, terror strikes the mightiest of Satan's warriors. Listen to Psalm 47, 1, verses 1 through 9. It says, O clap your hands, all ye people shout unto God with the voice of triumph. Hebrew word here, ruah. For the Lord Most High is terrible. He's a great king over all the earth. He shall subdue the people under us and the nations under our feet. He shall choose our inheritance for us, the excellency of Jacob whom he loved. God has gone up with a shout. (laughs) Hallelujah. The Lord with the sound of a trumpet. Sing praises to God. Sing praises. Sing praises to our King. For God is the King over all the earth. This is talking about His sovereignty. His sovereign rule. That's why He's able to subdue everything unto Himself. This is why all things work together for good. Because He's able to subdue everything, even that intended for evil, to bring good to His people and glory to His name. Hallelujah. Listen. In all of the chaos and in every crisis, make no mistake about it. He is king over all the earth. And he is king over every circumstance. Praise God. Jesus is Lord to the glory of God. Amen. Hallelujah. So sing ye praises with understanding. With understanding of what? Understanding his sovereign rule. Amen. God reigneth over the heathen. God sitteth upon the throne. Of his holiness. The princes of the people are gathered together, even the people of the God of Abraham. For the shields of the earth beyond belong to God, and he is greatly exalted. Praise God. Amen. Hallelujah. I got one more scripture I want to read to you. Are you seeing this? Are you getting this today? Do you understand the difference in a humdrum, uh, you know, mediocre, uh, go through the motions worship service? Are, are, are you understanding what we're supposed to be doing after we pray? Are we to wring our hands in doubt and fear or, or an intrepidation? Are we to raise our hands and raise our voices to God in triumphant praise? Listen. Second Chronicles thirteen thirteen, it says, But Jeroboam caused an ambushment to come about behind them, so they were before Judah, and the ambushments was behind them. And when Judah looked back, behold, the battle was before and behind, and they cried unto the Lord, and the priests sounded with the trumpets. Here we are. Here we are doing the exact opposite of what the circumstance seems to demand. Amen. Look at verse 15. See, see, they, they, there were people in front of them. Have you ever heard the term, 
between a rock and a hard place? Of course you have. <laughs> That's a terrible place to be, isn't it? What are we supposed to do when we're between a rock and a hard place? Well, if you don't have God, there's nothing you can do. But if you have God, you can call on Him in the day of trouble. Praise God. And then you can praise Him because He is a prayer answering God. Hallelujah. What, what do you do, amen, when you are surrounded and ambushed in such a way that you seem there is no way out? Praise God. Listen, the men of Judah gave a shout, and the men of Judah, as the, and as the men of Judah shouted, it came to pass that God smote Jeroboam and all Israel before Abijah and Judah. And the children of Israel fled before Judah, and God delivered them into their hand. This is breakthrough praise. This is, this word shout here, <laughs> guess what the Hebrew word is when they gave a shout. It's the same shout that brought down the walls of Jericho, the same shout of praise that was sang that brought Amen. Paul and Silas out of the prison and brought glory and honor to God and souls into the kingdom. It is ru-ah, triumph and praise. Hallelujah. Praise God. Look at verse 16. And the children of Israel fled before Judah, and God delivered them into their hand. And Abijah and his people slew them with a great slaughter. This is victory in battle. So there fell down slain of Israel 500,000 chosen men. This is supernatural victory. This is turning a, a situation around where they were hemmed in with no way out. I was, I, I grew up during the Vietnam era and I read many, not fictional books, not Hollywood productions, but, but actual books from people who served in Vietnam. And in one particular situation, one of the, the men who, who talked about an ambush when he was in the Vietnam War, he said he had a, a he had a, a, a sergeant. Uh, who was sent with them. They were sent out in a, in a seek out the enemy and destroy a mission to seek out the enemy, search and destroy. And they found themselves surrounded. And this, this sergeant, he said, you know, I thought if we, they, they, they have flanked us. They've surrounded us. We're in the middle of an ambush. And if we stay sitting right here, we're all going to be slowly but surely picked off one by one and killed before any reinforcements shall come. He said, "We this is the time that I have to express leadership or sit here and see all myself and all of my platoon killed. So he gave this, the, the, the command to get up and run toward the weakest area of that enemy to, to see a breakthrough rather than sitting doing nothing. And they jumped up and ran together toward the weakest point and the enemy did not expect them to charge them but to cower 
hug the ground, not even raise your head to shoot back. When they got up and ran, firing at the enemy, it took them by such surprise and, and such amazement and such fear that the enemy fell back and they were able to break through that ambush. Friend of mine, I'm going to tell you what we need today is nothing short of breakthroughs in prayer, breakthroughs in our circumstances, breakthroughs in our situation. And it's not going to come with business as normal. And it's not going to come by wringing our hands in worry and fear. It's going to come when we raise our hands and we pray to God, we look to God, we believe God, we put our trust in God, and we express our faith with praise. Hallelujah. The kind of praise mixed with faith that brings an answer. I don't know if you're ready to say Ruah and get up. Hallelujah. Shake yourself from the dust, the scripture says. O captive daughter of Zion. Hallelujah. Now, I like the book of Isaiah. It says, it says the circumstance we're in, it's, it's prophetic of where we are. Listen, darkness shall cover the earth, Isaiah 60. Gross darkness, the people. What are we supposed to do? What are we supposed to do? Cower? Because of all the darkness we're seeing? No, it says darkness shall cover the earth and that thick black gross darkness of deception shall cover the people. Arise and shine, Ruah, for thy light has come and the spirit and the glory, the glory of God is risen on thee and shall be seen upon thee. This is saying God is going to give a breakthrough if we will get up and shake ourselves from the dust and throw off the chains that bind us. Praise God, because ain't no chain can bind Him. <laughs> Amen. I'm not trying to be uh, grammatically uh, perfect here today. I am telling you like it is. We need a breakthrough. We need something. We need an injection of Holy Ghost joy and powerful spirit. Spirit given faith. The Holy Spirit will help you believe today. There's a gift of faith when we're surrounded. There's a gift of faith that that is beyond just mentally giving, con, you know, con, giving mental agreement with the Word. This is a spiritual taking hold of it and standing upon it. Praise God. A two-edged sword in our hand is the mighty Word of God in our mouth. When Jesus comes back, he's going to destroy his enemies with, with, for out of his mouth is a two-edged sword. And what is the word of God? <laughs> Amen. It is quick and powerful, sharper than any two-edged sword. With the high praises of God in our mouth, two-edged sword in our hand. Well equipped to win, to fight and win in spiritual warfare. Whatever you're facing today, I challenge you to praise God. Amen. To lift Him up, to magnify Him, to glorify Him. Amen. Hallelujah. To break out 
and to break free and to see victory. Amen. Hallelujah. Friend of mine, God is ready, willing, and able. It's up to us now. The ball is in my court. The ball is in your court. We can sit idle and let the devil pick us off one by one. Or we can stand together. That's what the scripture said in our opening statement today out of Psalm 106. Save us, O Lord, and gather us from among the heathen. Verse 47. To give thanks unto thy holy name and to triumph in thy praise. Hallelujah. Listen, friend of mine. We've waited and waited and waited. Waiting on the Lord doesn't mean simply sitting idle. That term, wait upon the Lord, in the Hebrew, involves activity. Comes from the root to bind together by twisting, fashioning something A three-stranded cord is not easily broken. Hallelujah. And we are fashioning that kind of faith that the circumstances can't break and the enemy can't break because we are worshiping God. Even when the circumstances say, what's there to praise Him for? Look at this trouble. Look at this mess. Look at this threat. And yet here we are, praising God from the heart with faith. We're praying and we're praising. Today, if you don't know Jesus, the scripture says this. We know that God heareth not sinners. But if any man be a worshiper of God and doeth his will, him he heareth. You, sir, you, ma'am, are without hope because you are without God in this present world. And you need Him. And there's a prayer He will hear from you. And that's when you ask Him to forgive your sin, repenting of your sin and receiving Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. He'll hear that prayer from the worst sinner that has ever lived. Because Jesus died for you, just like he died for me. Don't run from him. Run to him. Whatever the chains that bind you, they will break. (laughs) And the day after you get saved, you can get up in the morning and say, Ruah! (laughs) Hallelujah! You can shout victory because God will grant it to you. In Jesus' name.